On the latest edition of the Two Minute Round Face to Face, we spoke to veteran fighter Shelly Vincent. If you could use one word to describe the 39-year-old, it would be survivor. In this exclusive interview, listen to how boxing helped Vincent get past a number of tragedies in her life, what she expects in her next fight on May 5th, and what fight is the one that she really wants even more than a title shot. You've been in boxing for quite a while. You're somewhat of a veteran in, in the U.S. as far as female boxing is concerned. But you started your career a little bit late in, in your life. I mean, you're 39 year old, 39 years old. You went pro in 2011, about seven years ago. So why did it take so long to actually step into a ring? All right, see, well, what happened is when I got into boxing, I was, uh, I was sexually abused as a, as a child, and uh, I was getting abused. Me and my mother were getting abused by my stepfather, but not my sister. So I actually got into the boxing just for the, like, therapeutic side of it and, like, to hit the bag, get my anger, get my frustrations out. So then um, within all that time, I was, uh, I was trying to kill myself. I was suicidal, um, drinking. I was trying to kill myself with drugs. I was, I was trying to commit suicide. For the most part, I, I didn't like who I was why I didn't understand why things happened to me I was a straight A student in school I mean everything was good and then my life went downhill after all that stuff happened so um anyway I, I used the boxing to be therapeutic and uh you know what I'm saying get that stuff out and then uh, I was in and out of I was in and out of prison so my, my life was just totally different before and you know after I after I decided oh I'm good at this and everything so with all that stuff that was going on, the, the last time that I was in prison, I said, "You know what? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna try to, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn pro, and I'm gonna be a world champion." That's what I told everybody. Everybody laughed at me. They said, "No way! It's not gonna happen. Too small, too weak. You're not dedicated. You're lazy. Blah 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 blah." So I, I did, at that point, I turned my life around, and and here I am today, where I'm at. But it all, I never planned on fighting. It, it was always just try to try to channel my anger and uh all the frustration and everything I had aside. And then I lost my mother and my mom was thirty seven when I lost her, so I pretty much grew grew up motherless. And so that that's how I got into boxing and that's why it took so long because I was uh, in and out of prison. I was not for 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 fighting. I was in I was in prison for fighting. Whenever I threatened or I felt somebody was gonna do something to me I would fight. So I was in jail quite a few times for for what I thought was protecting myself, but eventually nobody bothered me, and that's all I wanted was to be left alone, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, when did when did you start hitting the bag, though? How old were you hitting the bag and, and getting the fundamentals of, of boxing? All right, so I don't even know what age because I blocked, like, a lot of stuff out of my head. Like, I tried to forget it, and I, I, I just, like, I... I Blocked a lot of stuff out, stuff that I never want to remember again. But um, I remember always asking my mother because I, I would be sick and I would have fevers because boxing would come on late. 
So I would, uh, I would, uh, whenever I had fevers and stuff, and I and I wasn't going to school or whatever, it was late. I, I remember I would always watch boxing. I'm like, mom, mom, I want to box. I want to box. And she put me in karate, and I didn't really like karate, but I'm too small. But I was like, uh, I was like, mom, mom, please. And she was like, they don't have that for girls. They're never gonna have that for girls. Can't you just be happy with karate? So finally, we found the boxing, and um, I'm not sure what age I was, but I was I was, I was older. It was after um, after I, I'd been abused and after I was uh, sexually assaulted. So I'd say I don't know, maybe 16, 17. I, I thought I my mom found the gym here in Waterford. She was gonna send me to New York because I that's all I wanted to do because I felt like it would help me. And uh, we found a spot down here called Waterford Athletic Center where, you know, Brennan Ward from the from Bellator? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if you know him, but he, he's a big star over there at Bellator. His father was the first person that uh, started training me, well, Earl Walsh and then his father, but it was his father's gym. And uh, I just started hitting the bags and all that stuff. And really, we were just trying to get the anger out of me and make me not an angry kid and make me not a sad kid and make me not depressed. And, you know, they they they, they did a lot for me over there, so... I'd say probably between 16 and, and, and 17. And actually my mom, no, I might've been even older than that because my mom died before she even got to see me fight in the amateur. So she died like uh, two days before I was going to have my first fight. Mm. 16, 17 years old, you didn't end up going pro to a little bit over 30 years old, but throughout your troubles, boxing was always kind of like the, the, the thing that always was constant there that you would go back boxing besides hitting the bag you know what was it about it that that actually made you uh go back to it every time I mean it was like you know I felt like I was I guess in my mind I was fighting back and I, and I was I was I was fighting back for the things that I, that I didn't fight against when I was young and I was a kid and I was I was too young to to understand and do something about it like now that I'm older, I wish that I'd done things different at that age when it was happening. Like, I wish I would have talked to somebody. I wish I would have talked to a counselor. I wish I would have talked to a friend at least. But I was too embarrassed of the people was going to find out in school how my mother was going to feel. You know what I'm saying? And and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff because it was her boyfriend at the time. And, um, you know, so the, the boxing was the only time when I, when I wasn't depressed and when I when I wasn't upset. And uh, I, that, that's just what I kept going back to. And I, I, I say all the time, boxing saved my life. I, I'd be dead. I'd be in jail. I, I, I'd probably be dead. But boxing definitely, um, it turned my life around. And, and now it's even more positive and it's helping me live life. And it's helping me speak to these kids and, and be a voice and do the things that I want to do because of the, 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 the way my name built in the boxing, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, was this person ever punished for what he did to you and your mother? Um, the, 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 the case is, it's been resolved and that's all that I'm really allowed to say about it at this point. So, uh, it, it's been resolved and, and that, that's, that's all that I could say. Okay. Now, how was your amateur career? Um, you know, how many fights did you have? Who did you face before you went pro as an amateur? I, I was, uh, like I said, I was, I was in and out of prison for fighting and, uh, just fighting. That's it. And, uh, um, let me. Th- I was eleven and four, and um, I won nationals and I won Connecticut Golden Gloves, all the local Golden Gloves. Then I won a uh, USA versus the military. I won um, the Budweiser belt, 
and I won uh, nationals in 2012, I want to say, or 11 or 12. It was one of those. The same year I had the Hardy one. That, that's, that, that's the year I won. I wanted the weight class below her. She wanted the weight class up. And, uh, yeah, um, I couldn't even begin to remember to tell you the people that I fought. I was, like I said, I was in and out of, in and out of prison, so I would fight. Then I would, my mom, this is how it would happen. I, my, my, my mom died. I got depressed. I stopped boxing. Then I got back into it. My grandmother died. I got depressed, stopped boxing. So I was, like, in and out like that. But I was 11 and 4. As an amateur, I won the Nationals in uh, 2012. And then I said, uh, you know what? I'm just going to – let's just do this and try to try to see what happens in the pros, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, the tragedies of your life uh, with that person. Also, your mom passing away, your grandmother passing away. A lot of people say that – Somebody, you know, the the in and out of the prison, um, a lot of people say that somebody can't change until they hit rock bottom. And obviously, you changed because you turned your life around 180 degrees. And with your pro career, you're a role model, somebody that can overcome all those tragedies and, and, and become something, a name in female boxing. I mean, if you're into female boxing, you know who Shelly Vincent is. So what was your, that point, what was that, that one point where you say, you know what, this has to stop. The prison has to stop. This, uh, me forgetting about all this stuff has to, has to, I have to forget about all this stuff if I'm going to live the rest of my life. You know, what was that point for Shelly Vincent that, that kind of turned on the switch and said, I have to go a different direction or else I'm going to end up somewhere pretty bad. Right. Just, just like you said, it, it's rock bottom. And it was, you know what I'm saying, beating depression. I was just so depressed. And I just, I wasn't that person. And, you know, when I was drinking, I was doing a lot of drugs. I was trying to kill myself. I, I you know what I'm saying, I had a gun to my head at my grandmother's grave. I'm at my mother's grave, I mean. And uh, I passed out before I, I you know what I'm saying, I, I did it. I ran into traffic. Um, I was trying to kill myself. I didn't want to be here. I didn't want to be here. Nobody loved me. I, I didn't understand why my father was never in the picture. I never understood. It was just a lot of stuff that a kid can't take in, you know? And mm-hmm. and I, I I realized, hey, I'm not that person. It doesn't matter about this guy. It doesn't matter about this guy. My my, my, my last stepfather before my um, mother passed was a great, great man. He's still in my life. That's who I consider my father. Um. You know, it's just, it's just one day I woke up and I was like, this isn't me. This isn't how my mother raised me. And I can't let what happened to me as a child make me be nothing as an adult. And really, if I pull my shit together, I can help people. And so that's what really turned it around for me is I started talking to these kids, going to the schools and talking, talking about my problems, saying everything, like the good stuff, the bad stuff, like everything, you know, and, and changing character. They they asked me to go back to the prison to talk about changing character and changing their life because I, I did do it, you know what I'm saying? But mostly the thing that made me change, I wanted to help a kid that was sitting in their closet crying, wondering why things happened to them or or I just, that kid, that kid that I needed when I was, I just needed one person. And that one person probably could have changed my whole life. And I just wanted to be that person for one, for one kid. And then the boxing, it cleared my mind up. It keeps me balanced. Like, even when I'm not, when I'm done fighting, I'm in a box because it's the only thing that makes me not depressed. The minute I stop working out, I'm depressed again. You know what I'm saying? Because stuff like that, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you don't really get through it. You just have to learn how to channel it and, and kind of make it positive, but stuff like that, you never forget. When somebody takes something like that from me, especially as a child, I never had a childhood. 
like like my sister when I was at court and and they read the they read the which the the statement from my sister because she was she's in California so uh and just hearing the stuff that 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 it wrote I know this is way off of boxing but I just I, I just like getting this stuff out but like she wrote oh my daughter's not allowed to have sleepovers my kids not allowed out my, I never got a, a older sister I never got to learn how to put on makeup for my older sister because she turned herself into to a boy to protect herself from people trying to sexually, you know what I'm saying, bother her. Like, like she, like she messed her head up. So her kids suffer from what I went through. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't just hurt one person. It hurts your whole family. You know what I'm saying? It affects mm-hmm. everybody. The thing too is on my mom's deathbed, when I was there, I watched her die and um, she went in. So right before she died, she, 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 she was like, Shelly, you have to promise me you're never going to stop boxing because that's what's going to save your life. And that's what's going to get you out. You know, so those times when I did get into the five and the business and the politics of it all, and I just didn't want to do it anymore. And I, I remember that. And I'm like, you know what? That's why I carry the picture of my mother every time I fight to the ring because I made her that promise, and she believed in me when I probably didn't even think I can do it. And, and I know my mom's up in heaven smiling now, you know? Uh, getting back to the, your boxing career. Now, before we talk about the, the Heather Hardy fight, which, you know, was pretty instrumental in this I new won, wave. Which I <laughs> yeah. And before we get there, in the new the new wave of boxing, you know that that you guys basically started with that fight on TV on, on NBC Sports on the network. What was your toughest fight before that, um, or what was one of the tougher fights that you had before that Heather Hardy fight in your professional career? Um. Yes, if I had to pick one, I would probably say it was Jackie Trevolino, because uh. Jackie was strong. I didn't think she was going to be that strong. She came out left-handed, and I was not prepared for that at all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she was right-handed ever since I knew her, ever in the amateurs, and then she came out southpaw. I never even sparred with a southpaw at that point, I, I, you know? So I, I was completely confused, and um, she was strong, and I, I didn't think she was going to be that strong. But uh, you know what I'm saying? And, and it took me about four or five rounds to adjust to her being southpaw, but then that's when I picked it up and – and it, it it just took me a minute to get used to it, but I, I'd say that that that's the fight I had to think the hardest. And uh, yeah, I mean Heather, the, the, the Heather fight, Heather doesn't hit hard. Heather, you know what I'm saying? She 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 ran for me the whole fight. You know what I'm saying? She stepped to me at first, and then, then she ran after she felt after, after she felt my power, which she thought that I didn't have, which every, nobody thinks I could punch, but I got a little something behind it. You know what I'm saying? I just don't have knockout power, but um. I would land three or four shots. She'd land one, and the, the, even the commentators. I, I'd land four body shots from upstairs, and then, boom, Heather hit me with a right hand, and I jab. Yeah, nice right hand by Heather Hardy. I'm like, damn, y'all didn't give me credit for nothing. But, I mean, I, <laughs> I know how it is, especially being in New York, but I, I feel like I had that fight. My, my back never touched the rope. I always moved forward. You know what I'm saying? And um, mm-hmm. I think I won that fight six rounds to four. Now, two rounds, she beat me. She clearly beat me. I, she beat me those rounds. She 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 did. The other two were so close, I could see if they did give her those four rounds. But I feel like the other, the other six, I dominated. Like, you know what I'm saying? I did get hit more than I ever got hit. But I only had three weeks to get ready for that fight, and I sparred with girls my size. The height difference is different. You know what I'm saying? But but I don't care what nobody says. And 90% of the world thinks I won that fight, and, and I have all the messages to prove it. I had boxing reporters tell me that they thought I won that fight. I had movie stars tell me they thought I won that fight. You know what I'm saying? I had people from her gym tell me they think I won that fight. And then we're supposed to rematch April 21st at on an on a undercard for, for Spence. I can't remember. It was uh, not the Coney Island Amphitheater, but the other one 
it was some other spot, and it was it was all. And Heather said no. Heather says no every single time. It ain't me saying no. And I was promised an immediate rematch. And the fact that she keeps saying no, I mean, it speaks volumes right there. I think, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even gonna ask you who you thought won because I know you can't answer that question. But I mean, I mean, it was a close fight, closer than I thought it was. And they took years to have her fight me. They wouldn't let her fight me when when I was calling her out because she wasn't ready. Well, can you tell me about the about that the, the lead up to the fight, being that it was going to be on the NBC Sports Network, being that it was one of the first fights of years that has been televised as far as female boxing. What did that mean to you, Shelly Vincent, from where you come from, or everything you've gone through, to be one of the two fighters that was actually starting up this this next wave of female boxing on TV? I mean, it, it felt great, and, and the, the part that felt the best is I had this one girl, Susie Taylor, and she always is coming at me on uh, social media, and she's like, you know what? They're never going to put you on TV because you look like a little boy, sex sells, and you ain't, you ain't showing your body, and nobody wants to see your body, you look like a boy, right? So I'm like, would you tell your kids that? Like, that's what you would tell your daughter, like, take your clothes off so you're going to be somebody? I said, man, whatever. And I, I said, you don't have no clothes on, and they ain't even thought of you being on TV, and then so, you you know what I'm saying? When, when it did come down to it, and when I got, when I first started boxing, they told me, oh, we don't want to sign you because you don't have long hair. You you don't wear bikinis. You wear your hats on backwards. You got all these tattoos. You look like a boy. Nobody's going to want to come and see you. And I ended up selling one of the people, besides like Peter Manfredo, selling the most tickets in the New England area. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and I did it in, in, in a mask and a straight jacket. I didn't even care if my face was shown. Mm-hmm. Um, I Why mean, it meant, you... that part, it, it meant a lot. It meant a lot because I was an openly gay athlete, and, and I got that mm-hmm. spot. But, you know what I'm saying, to, 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 to have all that put on us, and, hey, if, if this is hit or miss, if, if you guys got to put it exactly how you said it, and it has to be that type of fight, because if you guys fail, women's boxing isn't going to be on TV. So it was a lot of pressure, but it felt good just knowing that, that I got to that point, and I got it with my skill, being myself and true to who I am, and, you know what I'm saying, just hard work. Like, it felt great to, to, to be one of them women. You know what I'm saying? And, and I know Heather, besides the, the, how I feel about her, Heather busts her ass. Heather runs to, I'm sure, many different spots over there in uh, New York selling tickets. It, it's harder for us because we have to do triple what the men are doing just to get put in, the, in that position. And, and it's an honor that... I got to be one of those women, and, and, and me and Heather are always going to be remembered for that. I mean, I mean it, it, it's, it's amazing, and it, and it makes you feel good, especially from where I came from, from a grave, you know what I'm saying, to then make it there on TV and all that stuff. Like, it, it feels amazing, um, you know? And then what? now women are on Showtime all the time now. All the Olympians turn pro. That was because there is television time now. What do you what do you think is about you? You mentioned it yourself. You wear your hat backwards. You have all the tattoos. You don't look like a traditional, you know, female in boxing. Some of these other fighters, you know, they when they weigh in, they have the bikinis on and they have the makeup on and, and all that. What is it about Shelly Vince that made her so popular in your area in, in Connecticut, where you said the only one that could sell more tickets than you is, is Peter Manfredo? What is it about Shelly Vince that people want to go out and see? Man, I think I think it's just that I'm real. I, 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 I'm just I'm I'm just real. Like, but I mean what I say, and I don't hold back anything for anybody. I'm not trying to be anybody that I'm not. And you know what I'm saying? I think the guys like me because I can fight. The girls like me because I'm cute. Because I do get ladies. 
You know what I'm saying? And I, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I put on a good show. Plus, I guess I guess my personality is entertaining, and I'm like a cartoon character. I don't know, but but you know what I'm saying? Like, I guess I I, I am marketable. I, you have to say it. I am marketable. But whether it's my personality, whether I can fight though, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's that's mostly what it comes down to is I can't fight, you know. You 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 went pro in 2011, and uh, you've been pretty active throughout the 2011 to 2016. But after 2016, after that, Heather Hardy, you've actually only had four fights in the last little bit over a year. Uh, after Heather Hardy, you fought Martina Lee, then you fought Angel Gladly in September of 2017, then Calixta Silgado in October, and then uh, your next fight on on the fifth is gonna be. Uh, your first fight of 2018. Why? Why is it a slowdown? What happened that you slow down well, so much as far as your career? Well, when I was when I was signed with CES, I probably fought seven times a year because I, I was selling so many tickets and people wanted to see me, so they were coming out. So I, I was selling the tickets back to back. Um, when I got to the Bella, I guess that kind of slowed down a little bit. And um, I actually, I don't know if you guys remember, but I was the main event on a card right before the Marquita Lee show. And I ended up, I was in a car accident and um, I, ha- I had a couple issues. So uh, I had to stop for, I was out for a couple of months. And um, not too many people know that. I keep my business to myself. But um, so that was that. But, like, now, I mean, it's it, it's all the Bella. I just wait for a phone call now. And, you know what I'm saying? Like I like I said, I, I was promised an immediate rematch with Heather. And it seems like after the Heather fight, like, my base, I slowed down and she just kept going. But, I mean, I I, I was pretty sure that's how it was going to go anyway. You know? But, I mean, I'm I'm blessed that, that, that they got me fighting now. And hopefully they keep me a little bit more busy. But all I could do is, is wait for a call, you know? But I, mm-hmm. I was injured for um, a couple months, definitely a couple months. That was last year or this year? That was last year. That was, um, it, I'm trying to think what fight. It was a fight before Angel Gladney. And then so Jen ended up uh, taking my spot because the whole car, it, it was crazy because that was the main event. And um, I ended up not fighting, so it messed up everything. And this happened like three days before the fight. So then Jen ended up coming in and fighting in my place, which with a different opponent. And then the whole card still happened. But that's the time that I was injured, and then I had a couple months off from there because I had to. And then I got cleared, and I fought Angel Gladney, so I got back in the ring. And then um, I think I fought after that too. I can't remember who I fought though. Um, I fought after that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Calixta. So God, I, I fought her, and then uh, in October, and then now it's six months later. I'm fighting uh this girl. I was supposed to fight a couple months earlier, but the card fell through. So uh, this this is this is my this is my next fight, and then hopefully um I stay a little bit more busy. I'd like to because I'm getting old, you know. What I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know how much more is in there, but uh yeah. Now I feel good though. I feel I don't feel 39. I don't look 39, and uh you know what I'm saying um. I feel good, and as long as my body lets me do it, I'm going to do it. Look at Banaha. He did it, so he was way older than me, you know, so it's possible. And I think women last a little bit longer, a little bit more durable longer. But, um, yeah. What can so, you tell so us that's, about? That's with that. I think most, most of it was an accident. Tell us about Adina Kiss, your next opponent on, on uh, May 5th. She's fine. No, I'm just kidding. No, she, um... I don't really know. I don't know too much about it. We didn't see anything. Um, I know she's strong. She got the eight knockout. She's tall like Heather. I know that. I know Heather beat her twice. I know uh, and the Serrano sisters beat her. 
Um, she got eight knockouts. I'm pretty sure she's going to come for I don't know. I, I haven't seen anything on I didn't see the fights with Heather. I've seen the fight with Amanda, but Amanda's, Amanda's a monster, so... She ain't she wasn't in there too long with Amanda. Plus Amanda Southpaw, so it's just that's all that's totally different anyway. But you know, I'm just gonna go in, handle my business and uh the win like I do, you know. So I don't know. Adina's getting kissed. Does the she's getting kissed on the on the fifth. No. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, so you I, meant, this your... I know what I have to do. Mm-hmm. Now this is your first fight back. How many more times do you expect? 2018, or how many times would you like to fight in 2018 to get back into the rhythm and, and go for something? I mean, I just take it fight, fight by fight and uh, just see how I feel. But you know, if everything goes well, I'm 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 ready to go. I'm ready to go. I'm getting old, so I, I need to I need to stay busy. I need to I need to to start getting some more meaningful fights and um, you know what I'm saying, start doing some things. So I just plan on staying in the gym, whether or not I'm fighting. And like, you know what I'm saying? God, God bless. I don't get an injury or something. But just staying busy and, and trying and trying to. I, I want some belts, man. I want, I want some belts, some meaningful belts. And uh, you know that that that's just the goal. Get back in, get in the swing of things, get used to being in there, and 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 going. Hopefully, um, Heather said yes to a rematch. I mean, we had fight of the year that for that fight and uh, round of the year, all that type of stuff. I mean, it, it's gonna make more money than than the first time. I went to New York. I sold the same amount of tickets as her in New York. So she needs to bring it back in, and we'll go somewhere else for the third one. So if you had your choice and you should, could fight somebody for a world title that's a champion right now, who would that be? I want to get back down to 122 and go there. That that's that's where I should be. I've been fighting too heavy and uh, right there, 122. So I'm gonna get back down to 122 and then we'll, we'll go from there. So at this point, what you want the most is the rematch with Heather Hardy. Is that safe to say? Yeah, of course, because because that's a blemish on my record. I don't think that I lost that fight. Most people don't think I lost that fight, so I don't let it get to me. But I was promised a rematch, and I and I want to get. I want to compensate for that for that for that one. Of course, that's the fight that I would want. Who wouldn't? If that's the only one on my on my record, of course I want that, right? Mhm. Okay. Before we let you go, why don't you let the people that are listening know how they can get a hold of you, your social media, and that way they can follow. Vincent. I got Shelly Vincent, Shalito Way, and uh, Shalito Vicente. That, that's my uh, my uh, fan page. On Instagram and Twitter, it's at Shalito's Way. So y'all should follow me, check me out. Entertaining. I'm feeding me out. And also, you know, for people that that, 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 that can't make it to the fight, I just want to say this too. I, we donate tickets that people can't make to the kids that I train, the kids that can't afford it, and those kids walk me to the ring. It's like I said, everything I do is about the kids and, and for the kids and trouble kids and just you know what I'm saying so we always do that for the kids so just 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 putting it out there if anybody want to contribute to helping out the kids it really makes their day and um you know what I'm saying we, we make them a part of it and we get them participating and they they can get the info where to buy tickets even though if they're not if they can't attend the fight maybe they're calling in from another part of the of the country but they have that information on your social media yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it, we do everything through my PayPal. So it's shalitosbay at gmail.com or they could call me 860-574-5227 and then we get those tickets out to the kids and then they come to the fight, they walk me to the ring, we take pictures, all that stuff. So. All right, well, there you have it. Thank you, Shelly. Have a great, uh, we wish you luck on the 5th. Thank you, my man. Th- thanks for talking to me. Having me on. All right, have a good one. Good night.
Thank you for joining us in this special edition of the Two Minute Round. We urge you to listen to our regular show every other Thursday where we give you the latest results, news, analysis, and the upcoming calendar of the fast-paced world of female boxing. Our next show is scheduled for early May.